It's show 32 of the Rim Pro Report. Today, a Google AdWords special report, plus the latest news and industry tidbits. You're here. I'm here. It's a good thing. Welcome to the Rim, Rim, Rim Pro Report, the one and only weekly broadcast for the Rim support services industry. Bustling with news, views, here's what I believe, and the latest updates. That's just them. The show is full of interesting information, stories, yes, important product and service reviews, yes, and a cast of industry characters included. Yes. <laughs> Record center operators, shred and destruction vendors, media and electronic vaulters, scanners and imaging providers. Take note, this show is for you. Now, here's your host, Tom Adams. Hey, welcome back to the Rim Pro Report. I'm glad you are here today. Today, we're going to have a little bit of a different show. It's going to be a little shorter than usual. We have no interview guests today. I felt it appropriate to do that for a couple of reasons. First and foremost, next week we're going to be making a huge announcement about the show. So you don't want to miss that. If you are a regular follower of the show, uh, you need to be on board next week because some cool things are about to happen. Producers and I are focusing heavily on next week's show and the things related to that announcement, so be sure to join us next week. That does not mean today's show will not be great, but I'm going to make it a little bit shorter today for that reason. On a second note, maybe more personally, I'm moving this weekend, so that's added a few things to my plate that uh, give me less time to sort of prepare that interview uh, that I usually do. So for those two brief factors alone, this is going to be a shorter week. And uh, as I've said, I'm going to forego the interview because, as you know, I love talking to people in this industry and hearing their story and hearing what they're doing or what they're offering. And, well, that just takes time. So it's hard to be short when I'm talking to interesting people. Speaking of interesting people, Martha Stewart is in the house today. Uh, as every week happens, you never know who's going to show up in the old RimPro Report studio. And, well, Martha Stewart's here. She is uh, clean and she she's looking pretty good from, you know, I, she's been out of uh, jail long enough, I think, and, and she's doing okay. But I couldn't help but notice that, Martha, you have a kick me sign taped on your back there. Is that somebody's idea of a bad April Fool's joke? How can I kick myself? There are other people to be kicked. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I realize there are a lot of people. I guess that could have been our producer. Sorry about that. Are you upset? Not really, because I'm an optimist. <laughs> You're not, well, that's good to hear. It seems like it must be pretty hard to bring you down after all you've been through. Does any anything at all ever seem to bother you? Nothing's more distressing than taking a piece of clothing off a hanger and finding the marks of the hanger. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. And, and that is rather tragic, I'd have to say. Um, so what brings you on the show today? Will you be making another one of your good things? So I wanted to show you how to make something that I think you would be uh, happy to know how to make. Have you ever really? made a mold of any part of your body? Um, no. <laughs> I have not made a mold of any part of my body, Martha, but... All right, yeah, take your shirt off. Take my shirt off? No, uh, that's that's completely inappropriate. I am not taking my shirt off. That's not good enough for me. Well, uh, it doesn't matter if it's good enough for you. It's not a good idea. 
I'm just not taking my shirt off. So I, I guess the question becomes, did you happen to bring any other backup crafts or projects or cooking things? Please, I'd prefer to keep my dignity here. Okay, I will burn the tortilla. The tortilla. Well, it sounds like we're going to make some kind of Mexican food then. I just happened to bring a side of extraordinarily hot salsa with me in my lunch today. Uh, you want to try a little with your burnt tortilla? My nose is dripping. <laughs> See, it really is hot uh, salsa. Definitely. Yeah. Well, while you enjoy the salsa, maybe we should start on the news for the week. Well, as always, it's interesting every week to see who bought who, and it looks like Cornerstone Records Management of Maryland purchased the assets of California-based California document shredding. Uh, Cornerstone will now take over uh, that whole California document shredding Los Angeles operations and expand their current footprint there. Awards. And uh, this is, well, not so much an award, but as you know, Nade just elected a new slate of board members for the 2011-2012 year. Congratulations are in order to Ray Berry of Total Product Destruction. Ray Berry uh, has been on the show. He was on a number of the early shows, and I've already got him scheduled, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, to come back and join us and talk about his role as the president of Nade this coming year. Scott Faskin of Colorado Document Security. Chris Isabel of iSecure, Jim Barron of ShredWrite, and Tom Huth, sorry, I forgot how to pronounce that, of All Shred Services. Uh, also uh, new on the board this year, Bruce Andrew of Shredded Canada, and Steve Richards of Richards & Richards in Nashville. Uh, there are actually a number of other people who are, who are moving in and out of board positions as well. And if I forgot to mention your name, uh, I'm going to blame it on my producers. In other Nade nudes, the <laughs> Nade nudes, uh, apparently there's nudes at Nade. I'm sorry. The 2011 annual conference shattered attendance records with an astounding 900 Nade security professionals attending. Speaking of Nade security professionals, 44 more people passed the second CSDS exam held at Nade. Uh, in uh, Orlando a couple weekends ago. Congratulations to the new certified secure destruction specialists out there. Uh, I think that's great stuff you're doing. Looks like the next uh, opportunity to do that test is in uh, middle of April, April 19th, and on May 5th in San Francisco. So that's pretty cool. Hey, document management company OSAM Document Solutions was voted this week as the number one manufacturing and technology document scanning and imaging firm by ranking Arizona's best of Arizona businesses. So congratulations to OSAM. Does that make you feel better? Well, yeah, I like the uh, to celebrate the success of others in the rim industry. All right, so data loss. We always look at this every week, too, and I can't believe this still continues to happen. Over a 1,000 patient records were discovered in a recycling bin in Regina, Saskatchewan this week. Uh, those Canadians, I being one of them, continue to uh, have their own source of problems as, as we do in the U.S. and throughout the world, as we've talked about in the last few weeks. Documents also containing Social Security numbers and other student information were found Sunday evening blowing in the wind in a field adjacent to several highways in Colleen, Texas. This stuff keeps continuing. So I, I realized that 
Um, this continues to happen and uh, not a good thing. And it's our job to keep helping our clients protect themselves from these kind of things happening. That's not a nice thing. No, not a nice thing, Martha, at all. It's definitely not a nice thing. Definitely. Yeah. Hey, Davis Advisors. I don't know if you listened to the show last week, but I talked about uh, Elliott Management Corp's um, you know, their whole activist approach to what's happening at Iron Mountain and Davis shareholders, which is actually the largest single shareholder, who they have 5% of the uh, common shares of Iron Mountain. Uh, Davis Advisors is actually supporting activist investor Elliott Management Corp. So that's almost 10% of the the um, stockholders uh, that the power held in those two people. And uh, so Davis Advisors has jumped on board. So, well, that's going to be interesting to watch that thing unfold. And you know what? As I said, I'm trying to keep the show short today. So that's it for the news. I am through with it. Enough. Let's get on with the, with the future. Right. So the news is the past. Where we're going is the future. So why don't you just uh, hang on a sec, because I am going to kind of prepare myself. I'm about to deliver my Google AdWords report for 2011. So let me just get those notes in place, and we'll get to it. <laughs> All right. In the, in the interest of time, but also with the desired result of continuing to provide you with exceptionally valuable information every time you tune into this show, I wanted to go a slightly different direction today. One of the things, as you might know, or maybe you don't know, is that uh, we're, we're actively involved in web marketing in the business that I run, Flourish Press, that also supports this show. Uh, one of the things we do is a lot of work in web marketing, and I have realized over the last probably two months, the amount of questions I get, the amount of, of requests that I get, the amount of conversations I have around AdWords and the whole pay-per-click uh, movement and the whole pay-per-click part of web marketing continues to increase, and I keep having these discussions, and so I thought... Uh, it would be appropriate to spend a little bit of time, short, brief amount of time on the show today, giving you my uh, report on this specific area. I have also included in the uh, show notes for on the rimproreport.com website, uh, as it relates to this show, a download that are the actual notes that sort of coincide with what I'm going to say here. So if you want to grab those briefly and uh, get a hold of those, that might be helpful to you as we talk through this. So let's let, let's begin first and foremost with understanding the context of this. Google is the leader in search. Google is the by far the leader in search results, and this is based on some industry stats that we have internally. And I'm willing to share these with you because I, I think generally across the board you're going to see these. But from the, the clients that we look at and manage and monitor, these are some of the internal stats that we have in, in a consolidated format. Google provides almost 70% of all site traffic to all client sites on average. Occasionally there's blips in that, but 70%. 16% 
of the traffic comes from a ton of random referral sites, networks, all, all kinds of different things. But where there are links uh, within the internet world, the RimPro report itself sends links to people, uh, and that's where traffic to sites comes from. So second only to Google in terms of where traffic comes to from a site other than direct people typing directly in the name of the site, 16% of it comes from a random assortment of sites. Only 7.9% comes from Bing, the Microsoft search engine. 5.8% comes from Yahoo. And interestingly enough, in the last six to eight months, we've seen a significant swing here. 2.5% comes from LinkedIn. And I'm going to, in a, in a probably in a few weeks or months, be teaching a little bit more on that whole concept of LinkedIn and how you can improve your performance on LinkedIn in a significant way. But I, I'm saying that I am telling you those in industry stats from within our sort of internal statistics because Google over the last few years, given that they are the primary driver of traffic to our sites, have strategically and deliberately moved the paid results to be the most important results they deliver. They've done that because, after all, that's where their money comes from. $28 billion worth of their money in 2010 came from clicks ads. And I'm telling you that because logically it makes sense that a big corporate behemoth like Google would eventually strategically get to the place where the place where the money flows is where they're going to try and get the most activity. And so over the last number of years, what started out as the, the search engine of choice has slowly and deliberately to where it is today, moved paid clicks to be the almost required standard for getting traffic to your site. And they've subtly and not so subtly changed things and moved things and tested things and shown things so that people are now much more oriented to click on ads than they, they have been. And in many cases, they've moved organic rankings right off the page when it comes to a local search result. So understand this, you can no longer assume that traditional old-time organic results are the only thing that will support you in terms of search engine results. So AdWords is the paid part of search results, which Google has now elevated to standard, uh, the standard, the top, the most important search results that start showing up in response to queries that are made related to terms like shredding, record storage, records management, document destruction, all of the terms that we tend to focus on in our industry. I'm saying that because given the importance of those paid search results, it has become evident to you, and it's definitely evident to me and to my team, that if you buy clicks, that the higher the value Google places on paid clicks, and the more people want to get those clicks, and the more competitors who want to access those clicks, the higher the prices have become for those clicks. Over the last two to three years, we've seen a dramatic upward swing in terms of the cost per click from Google AdWords. Let me give you some of the averages that we see within our network. Uh, shred clicks. We're seeing a range of anywhere from $5 to $14 a click. 
record storage, we tend to see it a little bit higher. It tends to start at 8 and goes up to 15, occasionally a little bit higher than that. Scanning and imaging, as it relates to document scanning and document management, uh, we're actually seeing lower numbers there, so in the 4 to 9 range. And media, anything related to data management, and this is, this is kind of interesting, it has probably the widest spread of all. If you understand how to uh, create those clicks and buy those clicks, uh, you can get them in the 3 to $5 range, but we're actually uncovering people who are spending 30 or more dollars per click in those areas. This is really fun. Well, it's not so much fun, Martha, as it is interesting. So there are ranges. Those ranges are based on a number of reasons, and I, I'm going to point those out briefly to you. First, competition. The more people competing, as I've already said, the more the price goes up. So that, that happens both at a local level. So your local competitors, the other vendors in your market space, whether you're a full-service record center, whether you're a shred operator, a scan-only company, whatever kind of system you're in or whatever kind of services you're offering, your competitors are creating higher bid costs. But you also have to recognize your semi-competitors are also competing for your clicks as well. So the people in self-storage are competing for record storage clicks. Movers are, are clicking, you know, are moving that way. There is a number of other services in your area. We even see things like uh, racking providers, local racking providers, when you talk about record storage, will serve record storage racking ads, which end up being in the paid click search results, which ultimately drive your click costs higher. Second competition are the national market players. Iron Mountain bids significantly across the country. Companies like Shred Nations, who are lead generation companies, are often bidding on the same exact keywords that you're bidding on. And even more new ones of these lead consolidator companies, I'll call them, are showing up daily. And those companies will bid on terms not just locally but nationally and affect the uh, pricing, the bid pricing. In terms of ranges, if competition is one factor, the second major factor related to bid prices is the sophistication of your own campaign capabilities. Google has made it more complex to manage bids these days. But you know, within that, they also easily suggest that they can help set things up and they conveniently add new autopilot features. But when we've done analysis on these kind of things, here's what we discover. The only thing they effectively do is feed the Google bank account. They do not effectively help you. And so even without using this option, even if you try and do it on your own, the structure of AdWords setup is predisposed to swiftly and effectively remove money from your credit card and move it into their deposit. So uh, be aware of that. Positioning is one other thing that affects the range of bid prices or click cost prices. If you want top spot, you have to bid more money. And so in order to get top spot on the uh, search results, you have to bid more. And if you bid more and somebody else realizes you've bid more, then they keep bidding more and very quickly... Uh, without effective positioning strategies, you're going to either end up a lot lower on the totem pole or you're going to be spending a lot more money. A couple other quick things, time and location. Uh, the, amount of, the amount of time that you open your, uh, your campaign to being served. So if you're serving your ads from 3 in the morning till 6 in the morning local time, uh, you might be getting clicks that, that are costing you money. 
uh, location. You can serve it to the world or you can serve it to your backyard. And those all affect your, your prices. And so I'm, I'm telling you this because the click ranges that we see in terms of the average click cost for a click in Google AdWords continues to grow, continues to go up, but there's a wide range of that. And let, let me explain so you understand this a little bit more clearly. Google works on what's called a bid methodology, which means your bid amount is not always the click amount. So uh, you might have to bid a higher number in order to get a cost, a click cost that is actually usable. So you might have to bid $15 to get a spot to get first or second place on the uh, paid search results, but you might only end up paying $10 for that click. So your bid price is what you're ultimately willing to pay in order to gain a position on a specific search result. But your click cost is the actual pay based on a combination of what is considered interesting Google factors. The first one is your existing click-through rates. So Google actually looks at how many times the ad showed up on a particular word that you're bidding on, how many times that ad showed up, what they call an impression. And then they factor that against how many clicks were done based on those impressions. So if you only have one click based on a thousand uh, impressions, you have what would be considered a low click-through rate. If you've got one click for every 10 impressions, you've got an extremely high click-through rate. Google rewards high click-through rates with lower click costs. So you could actually ultimately have a much lower click cost as the top-ranked results in the AdWords listings and the AdWords rankings. So you could actually be first place while second place might be actually paying double what you are because ultimately Google has a methodology whereby they want the best clicks to happen on a regular basis. The, the second factor that affects the actual cost of your click is a quality score. And the quality score is, is this whole concept of Google says, what word are you bidding on? So if you're bidding on record storage and you deliver someone that the, that particular ad talks about record storage, but you deliver them to the homepage of the site, which really doesn't talk about record storage at all, Google will say you've got a low quality score and charge you more for that click. I hope you're seeing the complexity of all of this. We can't use any of this crap. Well, uh, I hope you can, Martha, but it's complex stuff. And, you know, I know, Martha, you might not be able to figure it out, but I know if you're listening that you're probably uh, seeing the complexity. The point being that the bid methodology is a way to ensure you get effective click prices. Now, Really, ultimately, what you need to know is what's this mean to you and how it affects you. So for the sake of argument, let's assume that an average click for one of your RIM service categories is $10. Cold hard terms, Google has now trained users to click on the paid links. And if you want to buy those clicks from Google in our industry, you are looking at a round number of $10 just to get a click to your site from Google. I hope you got that. It costs $10 on average to get a click from Google through to your site. So given that, assume your budget is $300 for the month to get clicks. 
and assume based on that whole criteria that you're running four service areas like many record centers do, potentially three, record, shred, document scanning, or media. But let's look at what starts happening. If you run your ads every day of the month, you effectively divide up that $300 budget by 30 days. So you have $10 a day for clicks. Well, remember what we just said, every click costs $10. So first issue is, if the click cost is $10 and you need to bid $15 or more to potentially get on the first page to even get a click, but your budget has you stuck on $10, your ad doesn't even show up. Issue number two, if you spend $10 in one campaign area, say and you get a shred click there, even if it's a low cost shred click at five, six, seven dollars all of your other ads will not show up the rest of the day or they'll need to be shut off in order to preserve your budget throughout the month. And, you know, if you're only operating in one service area, say shredding alone, ultimately you can only buy a click per day. So why am I telling you this? Well, it's important that you get this and it's so important that you understand this as you think about your own AdWords or pay-per-click strategy uh, to accomplish the results that you want. And the, the important thing is this, in a $10 per click reality, you cannot afford to buy clicks if your site doesn't convert clicks to leads well. I'm not so much talking here about the beauty of your site as I'm talking about the effectiveness of quickly moving a visitor to a lead within the framework of your website. Point is, you have to have a site that works. If you don't have a site that works, it makes absolutely no sense. It makes absolutely no financial or fiscal sense to drive people to a site that doesn't work. Second point. In a $10 click world, you can't really effectively play the game until you are willing to actually invest money in this kind of media. When you are open enough to spend a lot more dollars to capture more than a click a day, you start getting better opportunities. See, here's the reality. Your competitors, and you can't always see this unless you are tracking it effectively and know how to track it, but they're spending thousands of dollars competing with you. They're out there spending dollars all day long trying to get the clicks that show up. And yes, you might be the established veteran. Uh, yes, you might have a very limited budget, but there's people out there who we see on a regular basis just by watching what's going on that are spending huge dollars driving clicks to their site. More importantly, I think, and, and this is the big one, AdWords doesn't work well if you're just in pure stick-to-your-budget thinking. See, if you need eight clicks to get one lead and you need five leads to get a client, your average cost per new client from paid click marketing is $400. So you got to be willing to spend $400 to get a client. Uh, but if you don't even know your numbers around that, and everyone has slightly different numbers, there are lots of factors in play there from how much you spend per click right through to what the process is when you get a lead by form from your website or by phone from your website and your web marketing. And your ability then to go back and track was that a organic lead that just came through the site from a third party or was that actually a clicked through site from a paid ad? So ultimately, as it relates to budget thinking, if your pay-per-click budget is only $300 and your cost to acquire a new customer from this marketing tactic is $400, you might not even get a client. 
So in the long run, you might actually end up losing that money instead of gaining the client, which is what you hope for by spending it anyways. A couple more final points as I I finish off this uh, perspective on Google AdWords. Pay-per-click is getting more complex. It's getting more competitive and it's getting more intense. And I, I think there's a tendency to think that you can outsmart Google, and the reality is you can't. It, it, the, the systems are in place to really extract money from you if you don't know what you're doing. So be sure to work with people that can help you there. It's very easy for money to go very quickly into Google's hands. And then finally, and this is probably the most important point, don't assume your company your competition or your competitors are sitting quietly by acting the same way you are. I've watched a specific geographic market for the last seven, eight months where a complete unknown is quietly making a killing right under the noses of some of the industry's strongest historical players who still believe they hold the keys to the kingdom. And you know what? It's coming back in really intense ways, and they're, they're just dragging and winning on a significant basis. And I tell you that because I think it's important for you to be aware of it and uh, be ready for it. And so from that perspective, let's, uh, let's call this a show. I appreciate you being here. It's been a good show I, I, because, well, frankly, it, Martha was in the house and... So thanks. Thanks for being a part of it. I hope that you will be back next week because we've got some great announcement next week in terms of what's happening with the show that I want you to be a part of and I want you to be aware of. Uh, It's exciting for what's happening at RimPro Report, and I want you to be here for that. And, you know, Martha, I I guess I'm wanting to know if you have any final words. I'm appreciative that we didn't take my shirt off, and I'm appreciative we didn't get that far. But do you have any parting words for our listeners? Wow, that pretty much sums up uh, Martha's uh, place on the show. Martha was doing some weird animal noises, which I don't quite understand. But thanks, Martha. Happy April Fool's Day to all of those who will celebrate. And I can't wait to talk to you next week. Have a good one. We are out of here. Thanks for joining us on the Rim Pro Report with Tom Adams. If you enjoyed the show, please tell others. Our website is www.rimproreport.com where you can find show archives and a whole lot more. This broadcast is produced and hosted by Flourish Press Incorporated. Join us again soon.